right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Fired up today, man. It's all about grabbing gears, bro. Something we happen to be big fans of. Yes, sir. We are three pedal guys. Uh, we're two guys. <laughs> we like the three pedals. Uh, and you know what we're talking about, man. That clutch. That's everything. Amen. You know, I get it. There's folks that like automatics. I don't get it, really. But I say I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that clutch, man. I want to row some gears. I want to feel it. I want to be in control. I want the feedback. It's it's just too much fun to have, you know, a slush box right next to yeah, you. Yeah, man. You know, throwing it it's, around. You know, it's funny because I, I do a lot of you know I do a lot of drag racing. So for that application, I I really I, I I'll hand it to the automatics. Yes. I'll just give it to yep. them. Um, however, when it comes to things like you know a road course or just driving, driving for entertainment value, man, how could you ever ever get tired of? Or, you know, um, get sick of the fun that you could have with the clutch. It's just, God, there's just something about it that enables you a little more freedom uh, to get the car to do what you want. And, man, if if you're good with it, if you could, you know, work everything out where you're confident and working the clutch and heel towing and, and man, whipping a car around, there's there's nothing really more, more fun than a clutch <laughs> and a road course, man, begging your name, you know? God, is it a blast. Yeah, the, the only downside is that, that uphill traffic jam, you know, or something like yeah. that, where you just clutch in, clutch up, clutch. Up. But other than that, right. we'll forget about that. Because the rest of the time, you got to smile from ear to ear, man. And I love that. We got time for traffic. That's right. <laughs> the connectivity, right? You know, an automatic, you know the deal. It's like, it's anything other than drag racing, right? You're coming in or out of a corner yeah. and you're thinking, oh, this is where I want to be and this is the gear. And oh, your transmission decided something completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like, damn, how dare you? Yeah. So rude. <laughs> oh, and it upsetting in the, you know, in the turn, you know, like, oh, I wasn't planning on a little bit of that, you know? Right, exactly. You know, but, you know, if, if you know what gear you need to be in for the turn, uh, what gear you're going into, you can get all that set up done as you winter. So you can just be riding that throttle and that edge, 
you know, pushing the car and, and the driver uh, to every limit possible. Um, and, you know, coming out of the apex, you know, how hard you're accelerating when you're making a shift and, you know, downshifting to get the car settled out before, you know, you enter a chicane or, or you know, you're hitting some coping. It's, it's one of those things where you're working every aspect of it, but it sure gives you that freedom to do so. And I think that's why so many people enjoy it. Yeah, and there's there's one company that always comes to mind when you're thinking, you know, that third pedal, the manual transmission, because uh, these guys are killing it in the OE space, right? And the new cars, they're in all the top end stuff, right? Your your Mustangs, your Camaros, your Corvettes, right? They are delivering uh, on the showroom floor, but they also have probably the biggest presence and lineup and top categories of every sort of size, shape, and configuration you'd want in the aftermarket. And that is ragingly cool as well, because, you know, uh, we all like the new cars, but many of us really love the old cars as well. And and we're always swapping parts and we're always upgrading. And I'm telling you something, you know, when you're driving around without overdrive, uh, you're driving around with a three speed, uh, (laughs) man, I'm telling you the incredible difference uh, that you will enjoy your ride when you can get a couple extra gears in there. Uh, not just because you can change them, uh, but because they're the right ones for what you're doing, especially when you're doing highway stuff at high speeds. Man, it's no fun trying to keep up with your buddies with your engine just screaming, because <laughs> you can't get another gear or two or three, you know? You got a tongue hanging out doing 75 miles an hour. You're just working everything way too hard. <laughs> Uh, give it a rest, man. Grab a gear or two or three, um, depending on what transmission you get. If you haven't figured it out, we're talking Trimic, y'all. Trimic in the house, Mike Kidd on the podcast, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, here's what we're going to do. We'll take a break. We'll bring him in. We'll pick his brain. We'll ask him all things Trimic related, all about that man pedal. You know what I'm talking about. It's Gears. It's Mike Kidd. It's the Two Guys Garage podcast. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B, and we're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have Mike Kidd from Trimicon with us today, man. He is the man when it comes to aftermarket. He's the aftermarket business manager. Uh, he can get you set up, set in, uh, and really bring what your old school ride is, has been wanting, needing, and desiring for such a long time. It is such a dramatic difference when you get anything that Trimic has to offer in your old setup. My God, what a dynamic change. Wow, it's awesome. Yeah, there are a few things in a vehicle uh, other than the transmission, gosh, that can really change the whole dynamic of your driving and really bring the fun factor in. Like I said, you know, uh, it's one thing to rev your engine up to rev line, you know, as you're banging gears. I never feel guilty. I'm like, this is what it wants. It wants to stretch its legs. But if I'm on the highway and it's just sitting there screaming at, you know, 4,800 RPM or something crazy... Uh, I, I, that's where I start to feel bad. I'm like, ooh, this isn't what it's asking for. You know, I need some gears. So, Mike, man, great to have you back on the podcast. Uh, you know, we've known you for years. I uh, got to run into you recently at this uh, SEMA Garage Grand opening. So that was fantastic to see you in person again. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, hey, guys. Thanks thanks for inviting me. Like you said, it's been a while since we've talked. And, uh, you know, it's been uh, it's been an interesting uh year for Tremec and and sometimes you know we we had some things going on last year you guys obviously know you helped us with releasing a new product and so uh yeah it's been good yeah when we we last talked you were we were kind of going into this you know scary 
pandemic, right? It, it hit a lot of industries, but it really seemed to to kind of kickstart a little bit, or at least thrive within in this uh, automotive and this aftermarket. Uh, and you guys were launching probably one of the biggest uh, transmission launches in the aftermarket ever, right? The TKX. So tell us, how did all this come together? Because uh, that was a lot of scary stuff, but um, with the way the the general uh, you know, aftermarket went, I'm thinking it went pretty well. Yeah, right on. I mean, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was scary for us at first. We were, you know, a little nervous because here we are going to launch a product right in the middle of a pandemic and, and we don't, you know, we don't know how it's going to, how it's going to go. And, uh, to be honest with you, you know, big surprise for the aftermarket overall. Right. I mean, I think everybody in the aftermarket enjoyed, uh, enjoyed a, a pretty good year, even though it was a pandemic. And I, I think a lot of that goes back to, you know, some people were, were working from home and, and they gained back some of their travel time, right? Or um, so they had more time to work on their project cars. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we, we had a, a pretty successful 21, even though it was, it was a scary year. You know, it's one of those challenging years for you, Mike, because I know supply chain issues were a big pain for everybody, uh, everything that that sort of encompassed. But at the same time, you guys have a lot of tooling, a lot of the, you know, wherewithal to, to get a lot of inventory out. Um, I know for, for everybody on this end, that was, you know, talk of the town. That was a big release for you guys, and it was very, very well received uh, on this end. A lot of my friends, a lot of people I know in the car industry, builders and such, uh, they were all over that thing, man, still are. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sales are still big for it. Um, you know, but you know, one of the unique things and you brought up the whole supply chain thing, you know, one of the unique things about Tremec is that we are, an, uh, you know, we're kind of an all in one house, right? I mean, we create our own forgings. We, you know, we take those forgings, we machine and we make our own gears. We do heat treat assembly. So, you know, we were able to capitalize on, on, on having that stuff in house and, and utilizing our OEM technology and bringing it to the aftermarket with that new product. Well, keeping keeping the pipe flowing is one thing, but it's also the same reasons why your products are so excellent and so far superior to just about anybody else on the market, uh, especially in the aftermarket, because you guys own it, you own the engineering, you own the testing, the development. It's a full, legit, like massive corporation, but with their eye on the prize of, you know, the consumer, what we want, we're wanting performance. We're wanting, yeah. uh, you know, we're wanting package. We're wanting to bang gears. We're wanting RPM. Uh, so you guys have all the engineering expertise. And like you said, your pipeline is full, uh, cause it's all in house. Uh, and that just translates into smiles for miles. Hey, Hey Mike, can you run us through a couple of those things that made that such a big success? I know I'm not having to, you know, to address a lot of the tunnels made, made that really welcoming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was the biggest thing, right? I mean, we learned that, you know, that uh, by listening to our customers, that the biggest the biggest concern that people had is nobody wants to cut up their classic car, right? You you devalue that car, right? If you cut it up, right? Um, so just by by what we've done with the packaging and making it smaller, but in addition to that, the guys that are the guys that are resto modding, right, and and putting a coyote in and putting an LS in. We were able to we were able to increase the uh, the, the shiftability to higher RPMs, you know, uh, we could shift that thing at seventy eight hundred RPM instead of the previous at fifty two hundred. So, yeah, seventy eight that is a monstrous milestone uh, from fifty two hundred, and 
and that goes right into right that whole fun factor of being in the vehicle. So anybody that's let's say not an aficionado of of let's say transmission history, um, right? You had your T5, great box, great little shifter, uh, but just not going to take a lot of torque. So you had your TKO. So that's kind of the older version of this sort of brand new from scratch box. But you had your TKO five speed, and then you had your what do you call it Magnum or uh, was it TR6060? Uh, different names for the six-speed box. And that's the one that you'd see, you know, in the GT500s back in the day. Um, so many other applications, Camaros, um, you know, Pontiac GTOs. Fantastic <laughs> box. That's six-speed. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe a couple of those. That six-speed box is <laughs> awesome, right? And it's got the, the basically a double overdrive. Um, but it's big, right? So like Mike said, and, and Willie, uh, you know, to get one of those in your vehicle, which, you know, Will and I both have them in some of our rides. Yeah, we custom tunnels. Uh, if you got a classic vehicle, yeah, between, between oh, the work, work and man. worrying about the value, oh man, a project scope creep. Um, this thing lands in the sweet spot, right? It's got the overdrive, it's got five speeds, but it's got the modern design to it. So uh, I think you guys pulled so many features from a modern box, uh, like the six speed box, the Magnum, the wider gears. Uh, the, the, the multi-cone synchros, I mean, that is huge, uh, between the bronze and carbon being able to give you those 7,800 RPM shifts and the package. So you guys didn't skimp on anything, man. That thing just rocks. Every box is checked. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we, we listen, we listen to, to our customers, you know, to you guys. I mean, you guys come to us and said, this is, this is what we'd like to see in the next generation. And, you know, for us, it was, uh, you know, we went and pulled from our OEM technology and, and used, utilized a lot of that of what we're using in today's high-performance cars and said, how do we make a transmission specific to the aftermarket that can give everybody that fun factor that they have in these new, you know, in a new car? Yeah. Put it in a classic car. And, dude, what a difference it makes. I do all kinds of cruises. I do a lot of, uh, a lot of stuff here in Colorado. Uh, with my regular job and it's it's so funny man because going from my old school three-speed automatic transmissions you can see some of the muscle cars behind me right now um you know if it's a, if it's a manual dude there's one car this green 68 charger rt that I left four speed everything else has got a trimmick in it man uh because you realize really quick uh in the, in the old school platform especially with those three-speed automatic oh my god you know, it's it's just brutal in those cars. You've got any type of gear in it. If you can convert it over to a, a clutch, you know, setup, get you some pedals, get that trimmick under there. Oh my God, man! Reliability, the fact you could pound on those things, you could do what I love to do, man. Grab gears, put them through a road course, you know, rip them down a quarter mile, even if I have to. Um, it's definitely a sense of security when you know you're putting your product behind something. You got a lot of. A lot of fidelity and a lot of money and time and investment and in just you know just everything it 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 does provide you some security. So for that man, thank you. Well, now I'm torn because uh, the holy grail for me was the six speed box. You know, it was the modern box. It had tons of brute to it. You could put just about anything in front of it and just power it down, uh, and it was going to do everything you wanted, shift quality and the whole works. So I was like, okay, that's the holy grail. And no matter what car I have, I'm going to fit that sucker in. Right. I'm going to pound the tunnel. I'm going to cut it out. Right. That's where I'm going. But now, man, you have two holy grails, right? Because the five-speed box, you can go, oh, I only got five. That's plenty of gears. I'll give up a couple hundred RPM uh, 
and run a five-speed box any day that gives me all that shift quality package. Uh, and it's 40 pounds, right? 40 pounds lighter than the six-speed? Yeah, absolutely. So, right, you mentioned all of the uh, uh, the modern muscle guys, you know, building up, uh, you know, track-capable cars. 40 pounds is huge. That's a significant chunk of weight to think about, right? A couple hundred RPMs here and there on the freeway, whoop-de-doo, versus dropping 40 pounds and a whole hell of a lot more a whole, whole lot less work uh getting one of these things to package and fit uh, a lot of times run your exhaust you know by and through and all that stuff um so we have two great choices and i don't know how to how to pull that uh tr trigger on the next project you know <laughs> yeah well we have what you need what can i say <laughs> we're we got you covered. <laughs> no doubt. That you do, man. That you do. A, a lot of people nowadays are doing resto mods, right? They're doing, you know, anything and everything. Newer, more modern drivetrains. And I don't care if you're putting a Trimic behind a 555, you know, Merlin or, a, you know, a old school big block Dodge or something LS based or whatever, right? Um, when you're seeing these crazy resto mods, um, man, do you know what a savior that product has been for for these guys, because so many people have decided to stick with that factory tunnel, not butcher it, get that, you know, that new five-speed, have the luxury of almost having that six-speed capability as far as top-end gearing, um, but, you know, know it's going to be there when they're making big licks on it. Dude, you have, you guys have saved so many of, of the hot rodders, builders, car enthusiasts, and weekend warriors so much time and investment. What a lifesaver. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's been, it, like I said, it's been a great product. I mean, we, uh, you know, anytime you can keep the value of that ride, right? I mean, everybody wants to keep the value of that classic car. And, and when you don't have to cut that car up, I mean, it's, uh, it, it's, just a, it's just a great thing for them. Yeah, and, and the fact that you can change where you mount the shifter on that thing, too, is, you know, that's a big player, too. A lot of people yeah. overlook yeah, so I mean, when you talk about when you talk about Tremec, right? Every, as you guys said at the top of the show, I mean, Tremec is known as the OEM transmission supplier, and the reality is is that we take that OEM transmission and or the technology from the OEM transmission and create a single box that you can put in multiple applications by offering those multiple shifter positions and putting in an electronic and a mechanical speedometer capability so that no matter what they want to do, it's a one box fits all type of thing. Yeah, that's just too easy. Because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of folks thinking, yeah, man, I could use a couple extra gears. I could use some RPM. I could use some fun factor. And they're like, well, what's it going to fit my ride? You know, what about my, what about my Speedo? What about my, you know, but yeah. you guys have kind of thought of everything, you know. Uh, so what are some of the applications that you've seen this uh, drop in and, and, uh, and successful, easy and successful? huge huge for us is the gma body i you know mm, I, yeah, I can't one. i mean that those cars are valued it, you know they're they're, they're such a, a great value on those cars today and that's where we that's where we struggled in the past was because nobody wanted to cut that car so i mean we took that car and used that as as kind of our our uh template right and said we're going to make it fit in an A body and we're going to make sure that they don't have to cut the floor. Dude, and what you're talking about is those old school Chevelles that if somebody doesn't know what an A body. I just got done restoring one for a Denver police officer um, fighting stage four cancer. Um, I, have to, I went with the, 
the 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 bigger foil 60 because it came with the setup I had in it. Um, but so I did have to do tunnel work. But my God, the the amount of time that we would have saved if uh, if I not bought that whole package together would have been. God, it would have saved me a, a couple of weeks, but man, you're right. There is nothing better than being able to get that in that old Chevelle and and grab gears and let it rip, man. Because it, it's so much easier. It's such a cool car, and that was a big killer for those. Well, and think about yeah. all the you know the let's say the random cars out there that people are LS swapping, right? A lot of small cars, a lot of really lightweight big engine uh, combinations that are just fantastic for hot rodding, uh, and you know. I, I was one of those guys. I got an E30 M3, one of the smallest, tightest packages you could possibly have. Put the six-speed in it, put a ton and tons of work into the tunnel, all the exhaust. Uh, and if this five-speed would have been available, think of all the applications <laughs> dropping in that super compact LS that would have just loved to have a mating transmission uh, to go with it and make the whole job so much easier. So imagine... You've just opened up so many doors uh, as far as builds, combinations, uh, and and happy drivers at the end of the day. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because we are seeing, we are starting to see an increase in import swaps. And a lot of the... Oh, I, I yeah, Ooh, totally. Love it. Uh, and, and, you know, I think a few years ago that probably rubbed some people raw, but I think we're seeing so many amazing different combinations, yeah. 240Zs, you know, you name it with big flares, big tires, just crushing it out there. And it's just a whole new vibe of, of vehicles, right? Because, hey, face it, as much as I love an old Chevelle Camaro, uh, we've all seen them for 50, 60 years. Uh, and it's just great to have some fresh faces out there tearing it up. Uh, and this is kind of some of the enablers for, for making those, those swaps and legit hot rods, um, track cars, you name it. Um, you know, come to fruition. So, hey, why don't we take a quick break? Willie, take us out. Maybe we'll come back. Uh, I got to run into Mike there at the uh, SEMA Garage Grand Opening in Detroit. So maybe we'll just talk a few words about that and see what Trimic's doing for SEMA in Las Vegas coming up here uh, later this fall. Absolutely, man. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. We got Mike Kidd from Trimic. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie Bean. We're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have our boy, Mr. Mike Kidd on from Trimic. What you guys know about Trimic? You like grabbing gears? Yeah, you like putting a five-speed in there with all the whammy-bammies you could throw at it. High horsepower. Thanks just to 7,800 RPM. Whoo! That's more RPM than your mama can handle. You better get her out of the car. Um, so, look, I'm telling you, man, this is one of those things we're glad to have him on. Um, hey, we got to pick your brain. You know, Seema's just around the corner, Mike. Um, one of those things where, how are you guys feeling about SEMA this year? What do you got for us? Is there a new product you guys going to be releasing? Kind of give us the ins and outs. And then where you just met up with Kevin, they got something new in that Detroit area. Tell me about that. Yeah, re really cool. I mean, I, I visited uh, SEMA Garage in California, but but I got to tell you, this new garage that they just opened in Detroit that, that Kevin and I were able to uh, go to their grand opening. Man, what a place. That that place is, is is just off the hook. I mean, it's it's so modern, and uh, you know they 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 got that building and they gutted it and and went in and and just created an awesome facility for us to use and you know, you know for the for people to use in the industry. Yeah, so SEMA is always trying to support right the aftermarket and the always, you know, they're kind of like the. 
you know, the circus coming to town and everybody wants to, you know, jump on it with their particular aftermarket products. And so getting that marriage, right, as the new vehicles are coming out, um, you know, how do we get CAD available for, you know, doing intake, cold air intakes or exhausts or, you know, whatever it is out there, right? Tunnels for transmissions, uh, you name it. Uh, it's all about trying to make the connections so that these smaller businesses in the aftermarket can can really leverage and take off. And so this garage space, uh, it, it was huge. It's a huge building, really nicely done. I'm sure I missed a lot of it because there was so many who's who of buddies and whatnot to catch up with. Uh, but from what I could see, uh, different compartmental spaces to do different things. You know, the one thing that caught my eye was a multi-million dollar AVL dyno setup. This isn't your water break where you're just pulling, you know, I got another five horsepower, but full gas analyzers, emissions, uh, four-wheel, fully adjustable, I'm sure completely automated in so many different senses. Uh, a multi-million dollar dyno, who can have access to that? But if you're a SEMA member, right, apparently you can get in and use all these different That's things crazy. from whether it's lifts, whether it's 3D printers, all kinds of things to really kind of kickstart your business. Hey, membership has its privileges. That's right. Mem hey, Mike, you probably had a members-only jacket back in the day, right? <laughs> had that little button thing on the shoulder, said members only. I never knew what that meant, but now I do. Now I do. <laughs> I, I might have had one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shoot, I had five or six. <laughs> yeah, they had a cool setup in, in one of the you know compartmental areas um, all about – uh, ADAS, right? Driver assisted. So you got all these cameras and things. Uh, ADAS calibration. So if you think about all these cameras and sensors, they're all aimed uh, appropriately as the vehicle comes off the line. But then you throw, you know, lowering springs on her or you jack a ride up, you know, an off road. And all of a sudden, all these things are out of whack. Or I don't know, maybe even an accident situation. Uh, they have to be recalibrated, maybe re aimed. And so they had a whole entire, think of an alignment machine, but even more complicated with moving targets and stuff. Uh, so, right, these multi-million dollar or multi-hundred thousand dollar type pieces of equipment that really are, uh, you know, a hindrance to a lot of the small businesses. Now, with Trimic being so huge, how could you see that maybe helping out um, on that side of things? Because I'm sure there's plenty of people that maybe want to trial fit, maybe transmissions, they're thinking about doing bell housings and other components and shifters and whatnot uh you think that is um translate into a company like trimic oh yeah for sure i mean <clears throat> we're we're uh you know we're utilizing that stuff today and and uh you know when you uh think about what fits what hits and and uh you know what's the next new product coming out right i mean we we need we need that um and we use that for everything we do today yeah, that'd be neat to see that because, uh, you know, California is obviously a hot spot for aftermarket, but there are so many companies right here in Detroit. Uh, and then to have the OE presence there to be able to, I don't know, maybe get, a, you know, one of the prototype vehicles, uh, you know, one of the first builds, get access to, throw them up on a lift, do some whatever 3D light white scanning, you know, put stuff into CAD. Um, yeah, I could see this being a huge outlet on this side of the country. So. Yeah, it was cool. Great event, man. Great running to folks like yourself, having a few pops, um, seeing a lot of this come together, take next steps. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah, I, I love seeing it. I'm, I'm glad that it's in our backyard. I mean, literally in Tremec's backyard there in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of miles away. Um, yeah. it, it's funny, this is a big metro, but uh, when you stack so many of us here, uh, it's small, like we're all rubbing elbows. 
you know, like it's great. It's the Mecca <laughs> for sure, man. The automotive Mecca. Um, hey, Willie, man, you started asking about uh, the other SEMA, right? The big top event in Vegas. Yeah. I want to see if they got anything new for us. You guys are always popping off new products. Are you guys planning on hitting the SEMA route this year? What do you, what do you got in store for us? So actually, I'm glad that you asked that question because we are going to have uh, two displays. So we're going to have one that's going to be in the racing and performance in Central Hall. Um, it'd be kind of unique. Uh, it's uh, be a surprise. You guys won't be you guys won't be expecting what's going to be there. And now I don't want to I don't want to give it away, but I got to say you got to go and see the inside booth. Not one, um, but two booths at SEMA. And, These guys so, are going yeah. big, man. So we'll have we'll have our our usual outside display. So if any of if, if anybody's ever visited us at any outdoor event, car show, you know, an NMRA event, one of the race events, whatever, um, you know that we have a a trailer that we carry all of our displays and our interactive displays, right? So you can shift a, a manual transmission, whether it's a TKX, a, a Magnum, and you can see the inner workings of that while you're doing it, right? So as you're moving that handle, you can see that fork move. Um, you and and when then we also have the two cutaways of the two DCTs as well. So the one that's in the C8 and the one that's in the GT500. Um, but not only that, we are going to unveil a vehicle um, in the outside booth. So uh, it's been kind nice. of a it's a it's a build amongst uh, probably sixty partners in in the industry in the aftermarket industry. So. I mean, oh. it'll be a really cool vehicle. So if you get a chance, you need to stop by the booth and see that. Can you give us a hint? <laughs> well, <laughs> it'll have it'll be Mopar power. How's that? Does that wow! Make it? <laughs> yeah. See, um, I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I was I was poking at Mike the other night over at that SEMA garage. So, you know, I'm piecing together some things. I'm not going to spill it out here, but I, I'm I got I got a vision in my mind, but uh, it's it's very cloudy. It's very cloudy, so it's got my interest mm. peaked, uh, and, I, and I definitely want to go check it out. Um, well, at least they went with the most incredible power plant available to mankind. Um, so I got to con congratulate you on that part. Solid move. Hey, don't get ahead of yourself it. now, man. Who, who knows? You know. <laughs> yeah. Solid move on your behalf. They wanted something you know they could rely on. Massive torque, impressive the crowd. Oh, I like the option. Um, all right, Mike, where do people find more about you? Uh, where are you guys at socially? Where do people find more um, about, you know, uh, one thing before we go to is one, I, I will tell you, big, great resource is these guys can help. If you've got a project to build going on, they have a, an unbelievable tech set up there. Um, they could really help you out of some some sticky um, situations or scenarios, or uh, if you got questions or concerns, you guys are always really super reliable and a great resource for that. Yeah, I mean, you, you can visit us at tremic.com. I mean, um, and then we we still have our customer service say 800 number where guys can call in and get and we'll, you know, there's uh, a few guys on that tech line that can answer questions on just about any vehicle whether it came from the 40s to you know to uh, a military vehicle i mean uh, i got a lot of a lot of talented guys on that line um but uh, more than that i mean if you if you visit tremic.com you'll see that there's a lot of information out there um, that will help you with your uh, your applications yeah do you guys uh sell direct or are you going through a second party that then has all the peripheral stuff to to line you up as well what, what do you recommend 
Yeah. So, I mean, we're the manufacturer, right? So we, we, we manufacture the transmission and then we sell that uh, through our elite distributorships and they, you know, they, they create all of the, all of the kits, right? So they're adding the other things, right? They know what you need to put it in a 65 Mustang. They know what you need to put it in a 72 Tempest. I mean, they'll sell you the drive shaft, the bell housing. The, if you want to create, if you want to go from an, from an automatic to a manual, they'll sell you the pedals. I mean, they'll sell you everything you need to make that work. Yeah. Coming from experience, that is the way to go. Uh, you know, get with Tremec or find yourself one of the outfitters that has all the, the bells, whistles, features, nuts, bolts, brackets, you name it for exactly what you're doing. And you, uh, you will reap the benefits. You'll have the core Tremec transmission in there and every part and piece that you need, uh, probably a little experience and help to go along with it. There you go, man. And if you don't have that from them, you can get that from our TV show. It airs weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is a streaming format, a great way to find us. Thanks to our guests. Awesome to have Mr. Mike Kidd uh, from Trimicon. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B., our producer, Scoop, executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, don't forget to check out our website, too, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us. We're on social everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at twoguysgarage. Now, this Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyrighted 2022, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Awesome, man. Man, we had the Dream Cruise this weekend. I had my little ride out with my LS, my Tremec, rowing gears, banging it here and there. Oh, it was fun. Saw everybody else out there having fun, doing the high fives. Yeah, man. Uh, it was a good weekend, man. Everybody out on, on Dream Cruise, everybody's got their rides out. I got a, I got a Trimic backing up that in that wide body charger of mine. Got one of my BMW, uh, dude. I can't wait. I got the '60 Bel Air I'm building right now. 555 Merlin Trimic six speed. Get some, mm-hmm. bro. That's old That's school combo. cool right there. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, well, speaking of cool, wait, 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 what? man. I sent you pictures. I saw my first Corvette Z06. Uh, with the Tremec DCT behind it. Oh, man. It sounded awesome. So, All right. Just had to get that in there. It was too cool to let slide. Did you steal the keys? <laughs> oh, I wanted to, man. I wanted to, man. Uh, all right, man. We'll catch you all in the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Take care, everybody. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.